You're listening to Stir Crazy with Steve Jenkins. Conversations with creatives during the quarantine. Hey, what's up, folks? Happy 420. But actually, by the time you're listening to this, it's going to be 421. But I would imagine for a lot of people, folks are still going to get stoned and stay inside. Because what else are you going to do when you shelter in place? This is episode six of Stir Crazy. I'm Steve Jenkins. I want to say thanks to everybody who's been listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher or Google Play Podcasts. It's really cool that folks are digging it and I'm just getting started. So definitely hit that subscribe button if uh, you're on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use. Every week there's going to be two new episodes. Today my guest is Kaveh Rastagar. I met Kaveh in the fall of 2004 in Boston and it was basically myself, Kaveh, the great drummer, multi-instrumentalist Nate Wood, and Dave Frusinski, and we were sharing a meal at this Thai restaurant not too far from where Berkeley College of Music is. After that, whenever anybody was in New York, I'd go check them out, and then whenever I would find myself on the West Coast and I had time to hang, I would give Kaveh a shout, and sometimes I'd go over and we'd play just two bass players, we'd jam sort of on nothing, and then occasionally we'd even go get tacos afterwards. And it was things like those hangs that really got me to think about what an awesome city Los Angeles is, not just in terms of how great the musicians are, but also in terms of its culture and what it offers people. Cave is probably known best by a lot of folks for being the bass player knee body, but he has a stellar career as a session bass player, and he's played with all kinds of people, from Shania Twain, Beck, Ringo Starr, Colin Hay, Bruno Mars, CeeLo Green, Michel and Cello, De La Soul, and so many others. The chat that Kavi and I had took place not too long after everything stopped, and even though as of today we're about five weeks into the quarantine shelter-in-place, our conversation takes place about a week and a half to two weeks after it all went down. Our chat went something like this. You know, I don't have like that LA or, you know, any kind of radio DJ like, hey man, thanks for coming to the show. Like, I don't have, I'm not working with anything. <laughs> you said get right there man (laughs) (laughs) in any case uh how's it been going man how's how's post quarantine life been the two weeks we've kind of been in this thing oh man it's been uh oh god it's been intense you know it's been really intense uh it's uh i was right in the middle of a um of a uh like kind of an extended i mean you know i I was in the middle of an extended run of a play um that was going on i was i was up in uh up in san francisco it was a broadway show and i was uh commuting back and forth from la to san fran and uh uh you know um you know spending time uh with my daughters and um and then just, you know, keeping the show up and it was going to go to a couple of more cities through the end of April. And, uh, I mean, I guess like, like a lot of people, it's just, you know, you know, you kind of saw the writing on the wall at a certain point and it was pretty surreal just watching things ramp up to, you know, this kind of pandemic, um, you know, level 
and uh, it's uh, it's been it's been surreal. It's been you know unnerving, kind of you know dis disappointing, you know, because you know us as uh, uh, working musicians, um, we you know work hard to kind of you know uh, you know make 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 work happen, manifest uh, different kinds of. Uh, you know, business and, uh, and projects and, um, and then, you know, something like this was just, you know, um, you know, just completely out of left field, out of all consideration, you know, it was the, one of the last things, uh, I would have thought, you know, would have, would have happened. And, um, and since I've been back in LA, um, it's been a an interesting um, time because I've gotten to spend a lot of time with my daughters, and um, I I split custody with with them and and their mom and and uh, and we've we've had a lot of just really precious time so far. And there's been, you know, just everybody's had this, you know, had to step up and, uh, the kids are out of school and, and, um, but then, you know, they're kind of hoping that, you know, you continue to, you know, homeschool and for, for those of us who've never, you know, truly done something like that. Like I remember during the teacher's strike last year, you know, I, I did a little bit of homeschooling for about a, you know, eight days, you know, oh, wow. but this, this kind of a thing is just, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty intense. It's a lot of time and it's, you know, you might be hearing this with a lot of the conversations you've been having, but I've been, I've been having conversations and I think, I think, some of the things that are, you know, the more unnerving, like what's more unnerving about this is that you just don't know, like, it's just the uncertainty of it. And like the uncertainty of like, you know, when, uh, when, how, if there will ever be a normal, you know, and, um, you know, so it's, it's, uh, it's been, it's been intense. Like a part of me is like, if I could, if I could somehow be, you know, at, <laughs> at one with myself, you know, <laughs> and, uh, some, you know, maybe more, more spiritual or, or, uh, more at ease of a person, I could somehow, um, you know, kind of get through these days, but, just with the, uh, just the intensity of like, you know, this, this virus is, uh, is the real deal. It's not, you know, it doesn't seem to, you know, I don't know, like there's, there's a lot to, to, to watch out for, for our own health and everything. So it's like, it's, uh, it can be, you know, it can be intense, you know, it can be really intense. I don't know. How are, how are you, how are you doing with it? You know, it's it's been a like kind of a myriad of things on my end because, um, I mean, I I was starting to get the ball rolling out here, um, 
And, you know, so far, 2020, up until two weeks ago, was going pretty well, uh, all things considered. Um, Like, my 2019 sucked, and I I sort of, you know, I'm not going to, like, insult the current times by saying I had, like, a dry run of quarantine, but I definitely hit out of my place for a couple months, like, after sort of a bad situation. So I kind of know what it feels like to do that. But, you know, it, yeah. the, it's, it's just a weird thing because uh, for, for probably all the reasons that everybody's reeling about, which is like, you, you can't really see around it. You start to realize how fragile, not just the economy of what our business is, but just in general, how many things revolve around uh, people just feeling safe enough to do to show up for something you know um like if i just remember when i could and literally this is like two weeks ago and this sounds really stupid but like i remember when when like i didn't give two fucks about hand sanitizer or toilet paper and now it's like you know it's it's this weird elevated thing that is sort of representative of like the the sum of everybody's fears you know and and it's a really surreal thing. Um, but I guess, I guess I've been trying not to freak out because, um, right. I I guess because one, that's bad for your immune system. Um, (laughs) which is, was kind of a weird thing, uh, to kind of be conscious of, but two, um, I just think a lot of stuff can go, go left when there's you know when the emotions kind of take over the over like the you know if there's like a more level way to look at it but it's it's jarring and it's scary and uh i don't know i mean i had a feeling i wouldn't say i'm i'm definitely like conspiracy theory sensitive or i'm like aware of shit that's going on like i definitely had like a panic moment where you know I, i realized i didn't have a thermometer and i bought all that stuff like a couple weeks ago you know and i it was right before people probably started having the same thoughts yeah yeah so yeah i don't know man it's i think i think it comes in waves i mean the one thing i am kind of interested in when one reason why i kind of decided to talk to people and document is like i just i just feel like you know there's there's an element to this like it's just about like preservation and it's been cool to see people try to figure out how they're going to route their creativity during this uncertain time period. You know, it doesn't seem like everyone's really concerned with doing like, uh, doing like a masterpiece. They're just trying to like stay engaged and keep their, keep their mental, their mental state healthy. Yeah. 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 I think, I mean, you know, it's, it is, you know, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, it's, it's the trauma, you know, and it's kind of crisis. Um, and, uh, it's, uh, you know, and it could be, I mean, in, 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 in a lot of ways, I'm just, I, you know, I, I, it's hard to, it's hard to sum up because it's also new right now. You know, it's like, this could go so many different directions and I feel like I could be listening back to this and it could be, it could be, you know, things could turn out, uh, 
so you know like so much worse <laughs> than than i could imagine or they could they could turn another corner and 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 things could kind of write themselves it's it's just it just seems so new and so fresh and and just this kind of life is so kind of odd right now and strange and it is yeah. cool that you're documenting this because it's like you know it was it's 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 strange to see um, a society and to be in a society on the cusp of something, on a you know in, in on the cusp of a change as as big as this you know and uh, but I guess for one like you know I mean everyone is affected by this you know like every at every every level you know um, it's. You know, I, I feel I feel really fortunate right now to be in a position to not, um, you know, to not, to not you know to, to be in a position where I was like I can I can I can ride I can I can ride this out for a bit, you know, and um, and whatever that means, you know, there's like everyone's got, but as you know, as as musicians and as as you know, self-employed people. Uh, that's, you know, that kind of, that kind of survival is part of our, you know, our, you know, makeup and, uh, yeah, I don't know, like, man, like, you know, it's like, we're just kind of calling our survival skills to just stay healthy and to stay, um, positive and to, um, to just kind of, you know, like everybody, you know, most everybody's slate has been wiped clean, you know, it's, uh, um, you know, just all of the, <laughs> all of the work that is just been kind of up in the air or, or evaporated or erased has just kind of created this vacuum. And, and, um, and then furthermore, you know, nobody is really can really get together. You know, we can't get together and, you know, so it's like everyone's just kind of forced to go off and, you know, but now we have this, we have this tech, technological piece to it all where it's, everyone can remain in contact. It's like a, it's like a riddle. Like the whole thing is like, you know, you know, you've got this, you don't have this, you don't have this, you don't have this, but you have this, you know, like yeah. you have this component where it's like, you can communicate with everyone. You can express yourself. Uh, you can uh, emote. You can uh, try to, you know, like you can connect kind of like the next best way of connecting aside from just being in a room with someone um, and see them in real time and, you know, share ideas and send ideas and you know, that's, that's it. That is interesting. And it's like, it's like that's society as we knew it for the you know past like 10 or 15 years, but we're really having to lean on that for a kind of, you know, emotional and also like professional sustenance, you know, it's like now, like, and us as musicians, man, like, you know, it's all about like, you know, kind of that kind of, uh, you know, 
you know, f- you know, like f- figuring out, figuring out little bits of goals and the next step of what you want to do. If it would, you know, if it's like developing a technique or a skill or enhancing your repertoire or whatever it is, learning an instrument, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we're just faced with all these blank slates of like, okay, those, this is, this is time that you can do that. But meanwhile, it's like the stakes are really high. You know, it's like uh, when this was all going down, like when this was kind of starting up and when it things got really bad in Italy, you know, I, I used to play with a, a fantastic artist in Italy and I have a lot of friends out there. And mm-hmm. uh, when they first announced the quarantine out there, I called them, I called, well, I called a lot of people out there and just found out, you know, kind of what life was like. And I have a friend who's a doctor out there and, uh, I just heard stories about, you know, the hospitals out there and how serious this all is, you know? Um, wow. So it's like, you know, that even sounds trivial for me to just be to talk about music you know to talk about you know uh you know trying to you know i don't know like to to work on whatever it was i was working on or to you know i mean i know you're on twitter like i i see some writers they talk about they're like you know during this like you know are you kidding me like write uh, I can't, I can't write a word during this. This is just so intense, you know, like, yeah. and it, you know, the end. So, and you know, like, and I'm thinking about, uh, I'm thinking about, you know, people in my family, I'm thinking about my daughter and she's got, you know, she's got asthma, you know, and I'm thinking about my, you know, my parents, my mom and dad who, you know, uh, you know, my mom's had some health stuff over the last couple of years and, and my dad still works, you know, like he's a, he's a chef and he's still, you know, you know, it's just like, damn, you know, like there, it's, it's, it's just, it's tough. And, and I think about my kids too, where it's just like, you know, they're not in school. It's like, it's, they're not seeing their friends every day. They're not going to school. They're not around, you know, it's like, this is big. This is affecting um, and it's affecting the entire world. It's so intense, you know, it's hard to wrap, it's hard to wrap my head around it sometimes. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't imagine what it would be like to have kids in this, you know, I guess, you know, I have my family back East, you know, I talk to my mom and I'm in touch with my brothers and, um, you know, my friends back East and stuff like that. But like, um, I think, you know, especially kids of a certain age where they can kind of see what's going on and sense, sense some kind of like underlying existential uh, threat to people's well-beings. I mean, I, that's got to be really difficult, man. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and I got to say, like, you know, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I, it's, it's, you know, it, it's and it's just one of those weird things where it's like these these days have been really wonderful and precious like in these kind of like these moments like it's just it's just me and it's my daughters and i you know and we're just kind of like 
tooling through the day, like in this <laughs> limited space and, you know, like, Oh, it's time to do, you know, math, you know, like, let's just do that. You know, you got to jump on that Google and that's, you know, and then the technology, like, you know what, you know, they, they've got, my oldest daughter's got like, she's checking in on like zoom meetings with the rest of her class. And that's really neat to see her. You know, she's in fourth grade and like engaging with, you know, like seeing the faces of the kids in her class, like they're all like, you know, they're all doing it too, you know, like most of them. And then, and then there are some kids there at, in the class too, that don't have that technology and aren't, you know, aren't able to kind of join in on the meeting, you know, and it's, uh, but it's like these, these days have been, while they've, there's been this like undercurrent of stress, like it's, it, and I don't know what takes priority, like, you know, the, you know, you know, there, there's definitely a level where it's just like, like man, like, wow, work, you know, like <laughs> what's going to happen, you know, like is, you know, will we work again is, you know, like what does, does what we do have value? Like at this point, like what, you know, like what the hell, you know, not yeah. to mention, you know, you know, I mean, everyone's going through this, like, you know, you're, you're, your retirements, your savings, all that stuff is like, that's intense. You know, um, they just, they just voted on something just now. Like I just got an email that the Senate just voted, uh, for some bill. And I think, you know, um, uh, workers, workers like us can somehow reap some of the benefits of this bill, you know? Um, but, uh, that's cool. But, but I guess, yeah, like, you know, like through all the, <laughs> through all the levels of, of uncertainty, like the, tra like the traumatic part is like, some of it is like the uncertainty really, you know, um, through all the levels, there've been these like wonderful, just, just incredibly sweet, heartfelt moments, you know, with, with my daughters that have been that I know I'll cherish for the rest of my life, like already, you know, just so soon into this and, um, and conversations like daily conversations with my dad and, and my mom that, you know, I wouldn't have had otherwise, you know, like just feeling like, you know, man, you know, like I really, you know, this, this, it's just like, it's, it's been, it's been, it's, it's been intense and beautiful that way too, you know, and, but it, but it all seems like a dream, you know, I'll wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh yeah, shit, this is, <laughs> this is going on, you know? Yeah. What's their take on it? Um, like, what are they, like, my mom is tired of me telling her not to go out and, um, <laughs> you know, like she's, she's healthy and she's like 75 and she, you know, she's retired, but she still works, uh, for like the board of education. She was a teacher her whole life, uh, yeah. like career wise. So, but like, you know, like she, she's kind of just at the house and, you know, everyone's telling her to stay in and she's, you know, like, I'm not too worried about her in, in at least right now, but like, I don't know. She doesn't seem that concerned, but I always wonder like, what are, what are other people's parents saying in all this? Well, it's been interesting. So, you know, and it was interesting too, like doing this play. So I was, I was going back and forth from San Fran to LA every Sunday evening 
and coming back to San Fran on Tuesday afternoon. And so, you know, so I would fly like every, you know, every week and, mm-hmm. and San Fran, you know, had more cases of the, of the virus, uh, earlier. And, um, there was a little bit more kind of like awareness and maybe panic up there that I got to see than, than there was, uh, here. Um, you know, just like, you know, by like four or five days, you know what I mean? Like, but just, just as you know, like the way that this has all been going like day by day, hour by hour, it's just like every day you can, it can feel like a week, you know? Yeah. And, um, it was, uh, so, you know, as things started to ramp up, um, you know, like, and in performing in this play, you would see the audiences, you know, be affected by the, you know, by the news and, and by like the speculation early on, it was like, you know, all this thing is going around and, oh, there is a case in California. Oh, and there is a case in Santa Clara County. Oh, and there is, and, you know, you just start to see it like affect the, the, the numbers of the attendance of people that were coming out, you know, and you couldn't help but just like, you know, just feel this kind of like ominous kind of like this, the, the feeling of the thing growing. And, um, like I said, it wasn't until I spoke to my friends in Italy and I heard about the situation in the hospitals and, you know, my friend works in a hospital in, in Brescia, uh, which is in the North. And it just sounded so intense to me that I immediately called my parents and I immediately called my mom and I was just like, you know, um, and at that point I'd already been like, you know, I'd go to the market and I'd get like an extra thing of spaghetti. You know, it wouldn't be like handfuls of, you know, the stuff, but it would be like, uh, you know, we might need this, you know, we might need an extra something here and there. And it wasn't until that. And that was like Monday. It was like the Monday after Italy had like locked down that I called my mom and I was just like, my mom's 64 and she's had some, some respiratory stuff over the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and it's like, you know, for, it's just like, you don't want to catch this and just understanding that like the deal is just like, well, they might be able to treat you, but you know, but at this point with the volume of people that will get sick, you know, they won't be able to treat you and doctors are literally choosing and they are, you know, and that's, you know, one of the big reasons why there's so many fatalities. Um, that fact, you know, I called my mom and my mom really took it seriously and I was just so happy that she did. Um, and I, I just, I was really happy that she did. And I was just, you know, and she lives in a little condominium complex in Denver and, you know, I, she had a friend, you know, she has two really close friends that also live in that complex and they, they spend time together. And, you know, one of her friend goes, friends goes to, you know, regular, like, you know, community stuff and some meetings and stuff. And I was just like, I don't think she should be coming around. Like you guys, you know, if she's still going to these meetings and stuff, like maybe you guys could hang out, you know? And I was psyched that my mom took it seriously. And my dad, on the other hand, you know, like, He's 71. He, 
like you know i said earlier he still works he's a chef he's just like real you know you know it's just like you can't you know like he's an old dog you know like he's just like and and i remember um you know even after i'd gone back from you know from san fran i was back in la and i called him and he was just like (laughs) he's on he's on the uh he was on the phone and he had, he had gone out to play pool with his brother. And I was like, dad, what are you doing? You know, like I was, I was really angry, you know? And I, I just, you know, and, uh, you know, and he's now he's taking it really seriously. And, and so was my mom. And, and I think that just kind of mirrors like the consciousness of everyone, you know, it's like at some point, everyone, needs to understand you know to you know to to take it seriously and and realize that it affects them and for me it was like that conversation and for him i you know i'm not sure what it was and maybe it was just like certain things like just kind of clamping down and you know and and his his restaurant like completely shutting down and you know all that stuff you know i don't know but i'm just talking in circles here but like i just think that uh uh that yeah they they uh, you know conversations with them have been have been good and and you know and with my with my girls like i was we we watched a movie the other night and mm-hmm. i told my dad yeah we're gonna be watching this movie you should you should put it on and like you know we'll check in with you you know like we'll you know and and that's been really nice you know it's well, just movie. you know i mean we watch. you know it's like my girls are seven and nine so you know, we, you know, it's, it's, so we watched, you know, Taxi Driver. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, might as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we watched, uh, we watched, uh, we watched Hook. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, and, uh, and it was just fun. You know, it was like fun. You know, like my dad's on the, you know, he's, he's in you know he lives in venice beach and he's 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 in venice sitting in front of his computer watching hook you know and i'm here in island park watching hook and you know and then i call him in the middle and i mean that's a trip you know it's like forget about you know forget about like 1918 like what they could do during their epidemic you know their you know like you know like you know 1999 could you do that you know if everything shut down you know like uh uh-uh. oh let's start this movie like whatever movie we want to watch you know like let's just let's pick a director let's just watch all the you know the whole catalog of scorsese you know and then you know it's a trip what we can do now you know so like that's 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 also what's, what's making it so surreal it's just like everyone's just kind of like yeah and so you know like life is <laughs> You know, it's like right. we kind of created the fucking bomb shelter. You know what I mean? It's just like, all right, you know, all right. Yeah, I think there's been such a weird paradigm shift in the past two weeks about like what we've been talking about with, with the technology thing. Because, you know, on one level, I know for a lot of people, uh, there's sort of a love-hate relationship there. You know, because on one hand, it's like, wow, man, you, you can literally, if you want to hear what this band sounded like this year, chances are someone's uploaded it to YouTube out of the kindness of their heart, you know? 
and mm-hmm. you, can, you can watch this thing or it's like if you want to i don't know it's like you can kind of create people can create sort of an avenue for themselves but um i think the way that's and here's the thing I'm not sure about going forward, like what the new normal might be, but like, you know how, like there's always that, I don't know how many big shows you've gone to as like a, as a spectator versus like playing them. But like, I'm sure you've seen either from the vantage point of an audience member, or maybe just like being in, in someone's band, like, you know, people have their phones out during concerts and stuff. And, yeah. um, it, it's like this weird kind of, I mean, maybe it's going to be different afterwards, but, there's like just this weird sort of um, lack of presence, lack of people being present in the moment. And yeah. now I feel like the very thing that caused that now that's the only way to be present. And I think that's been an interesting thing. Right. That, you know, sort of not, I mean, maybe almost ironic, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so right. it's, it's weird, man. And, and I think there's things about the music business um i mean i've definitely noticed that there's a lot more people putting even prior to this like putting more stock in having an online infrastructure you know which probably helps um like i I know there's people that have definitely used that stuff to book tours um even if just to like triangulate where their fans might be and how to route something yeah um yeah, I mean, it's it's sort of an interesting time period for that, too. But, I, you know, I think very in line with what you're saying, it's hard to know what kind of a future that leaves people, you know, in terms of just doing it as their job and stuff, you know. Um, it's, right. It's, it's sort of a weird, you know, we're, it's it's there aren't there aren't really answers. It's just a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it, and you know, like. <laughs> with your podcast or, or, or what, what you're doing right now, I would be interested to, to see this, you know, in, in a couple of segments, you know, because this is the beginning of this, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to figure out too, how often I should put it out because, you know, I'm not, it's not like I can really monetize this and I'm not trying to, and it's, you know, it's really just something I feel like, you know, like, like I was saying before, it's sort of just document for the sake of documenting stuff. But, you know, every, everybody I've talked to so far, it's happened in the first two weeks. So, um, it's not like I'm going to sit on any one particular conversation because it's so-and-so, you know, it's, I think it's more just like we're at this point, it's that part of the story. So I was thinking about me doing like two a week, you know, just like release two a week, people can check it out, see what's going on. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting. You know, I, I'd be interested to hear what what pe- people have to say if there's like a if there's a diversity in opinion, or if there's a, if or if it's just a pretty <laughs> a pretty much like kind of flabbergasted consensus of just like Jesus, you know? <laughs> okay, <here laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, that's definitely part of it, and I'm not. Yeah. I, I hope people understand i'm not really trying to exploit that it's more just i just had this idea it's like you know man i'm, I'm not going to see these people for a while um and and that sucks but i want to keep up with them to see what's going on and uh you know it, 
So someone might hear something that helps them feel some solidarity. And, uh, you know, I think that's, that's, that's gotta be cool on some level, but, uh, yeah, yeah, Yeah. man. I mean, I also just feel like at this point, you know, start crossing off boxes of stuff. You know, I was going to do a podcast at some point anyway, and this just seemed like a cool, a cool way to sort of work on it. And then also, um, you know, talk to people who are like great musicians and great people and just see where they're at with it. Um, I, I think that's the shit. That's great. Thanks, man. Um, well, I had some questions. Like, what do you think? I mean, like, you know, do you think, is it too soon to ask, like, if artists have any responsibility to, like, show up during this time period? You know, because there's that thing about, I've been asking this a lot, but because of there's there's a diversity of, of perspectives and stuff. I mean, do you think, you know, they talk about, like, when, when times are, are tough or, you know, that's when artists like got to show up and like, you know, be there for the people um, or create stuff. Do you think there's any responsibility for people to do anything or is, are, are we still kind of at an acclimating point where it shouldn't really be part of the equation yet? Man, you know, I, I think, I think there's certainly like a need for that. Like there's a need for, uh, you know, a voice, you know, like, that, I mean, you know, like that's what, that's what, that's what people respond to is a voice, you know, like they, they, they respond to like, um, uh, you know, I just remembered, you know, during the day of nine 11, you know, and, and how scary that was. And it was like, you know, and it's kind of, kind of as, uh, repugnant as he's become, <laughs> but the day of man, you know, the, <clears throat> the mayor uh, Giuliani was like a real, he was just a real kind of stabilizing force where it was just like, it felt like it felt like there was a vacuum and a bottomless pit that wouldn't really finish. And you just felt like all of a sudden with his voice, you just felt like I felt like you had some, you had some kind of measure of like, you know, all is not lost, you know, um, we can still, you know, you know, it's not like it's, it's not like the, it's not the end of the world. Um, we, somebody's still in charge here, you know? And I think as artists, you know, this is a strange analogy, but, um, but I think as artists, like artists can do a, a similar thing. Like, you know, I'm still here. We're still here. We're, um, um, that's, you know, that's, that's a possibility, you know, like that, you know, or, or doing something, you know, uh, making a, you know, creating a record of what's going on or, um, creating art to cope, you know, with this all. Yeah. Uh, And, um, I, you know, I don't know if, I don't know if there's a, you know, artists necessarily have a responsibility to, 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 you know, like if you're an artist and you don't create something, then you've kind of like missed out on your calling or whatever, because, you know, like that's, that's that other thing, you, you know, those, those ads for those masterclass videos or whatever, like, Oh yeah, man. I almost got the Timbaland one, man. Maybe I'll do that. I mean, I mean, they're, they're really compelling. <laughs> they're pretty, <laughs> they're pretty cool. Like the, the ads, like the, the, 
Gary Kasparov one is just like I could watch that one over and over again because he just seems so he's just so fun to watch. Yeah. And, uh, and then Joyce Carol Oates, she says something about just her little clip, like one of her she says like the enemy of I forgot what, what the quote is. It's something like the enemy of creativity is distraction. Like, you know, and you know, you could argue that you're less distracted now because you have, you know, this endless period of time, but that doesn't mean that stress is not a distraction. That doesn't mean that you can't, you know, like the stress and like the kind of intensity and, you know, and the fact that myself as a, you know, bass player and artist or whatever I call myself, um, can even contemplate like making something right now is comes from a huge point of privilege. Like I, I just have, I feel so lucky to, to have, you know, like have the means to kind of just like survive for, you know, you know, a little bit of time and to even begin to think about that shit, you know? So it's like, but, but then again, you know, like, you know, uh, some, some amazing art comes from, you know, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think that, I think that it's, uh, it's, 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 you know, and, and I, I hear about a lot of people these days and, you know, you know, I, I've been called for a, a couple of opportunities where people are trying to scramble and, you know, write songs about this stuff and, you know, put, put this stuff to words. So it's like, people are making art about this right now, like for sure, yeah. you know? Um, and it's like, you know, man, like, you know, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's so intense, you know, yeah. like, you know, what, I mean, you know, one of my favorite visual artists died in the, you know, the 1918 pandemic, you know, of the Spanish flu, like Egon Sheila, he and his whole family, they, they passed in that, you know, it's like, wow. you know, it's a trip, man. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, the stress thing is definitely, I think it's, I mean, at this point, you know, um, we haven't really gotten at least from like the top down, we haven't really gotten that, that, uh, that sort of everything's going to be okay. You know, it's like, we've gotten the equivalent of like, like an Ikea dresser, but there's no, um, Allen wrench and there's no instructions and it's just, Oh, here you go. And so it's like, well, wait, what, what's going on? So a lot of, a lot of the solutions, you know, we're getting information, but a lot of it is kind of on, the individual to sort of figure out what it all means, you know? And I think that's been a really like scary thing. You know, there hasn't really been like, you know, in case of emergency, follow the exit signs. It's been like, you know, first it was, Oh, it's only an old person thing. And then it's like, no, it's everybody. And yeah. It's been that. I think that's a weird, that's a weird thing. Cause I think, I mean, maybe the, the hard parts of, of life that might be universal. And I don't know to what scale they're universal, but I, and you know, maybe, maybe it's also people in our age bracket, you know, like kind of like what, like, I guess what are we Gen Xers? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've witnessed a lot of change 
in our in our lifetime. You know, yeah. like hist- historical things like horrible things, but also just you know we're on the cusp of like we're not too old to embrace technology, but we had a good run without it as it is now. Yeah. So, so I mean it. And then, then I think just the general life stuff we all experience, like there's always going to be something that literally changes everything. But yeah, I don't, I don't know that. I mean, I feel like every generation is getting this one. This isn't like, you know, uh, you know, and so it's, it, it is a lot, man. Um, I mean, it's like, I think about it. It's like, and, and everybody has to deal with their own, their own kind of, you know, catastrophe that this is kind of wrought on them, you know, like, everyone everyone's got their own version of it you know and and some are obviously just horrific you know like just you know insane but but like everyone's got stories of like oh i was just i was just in the middle of you know i don't know like i just gotten a gig that you know like i you know i hadn't had a gig in years or whatever or or you know in months and months and i like i just gotten this touring gig boom, boom or i was just you know or, you know, I'm, I'm up for this surgery and then all of a sudden I can't go and take this, you know, do the surgery. Like everyone's got some shit and not to mention generationally, like where it's just like older folks, you know, are just so at risk right now. And so like, how terrifying is that? And how stressful is that to live that period of your life? Like all of a sudden, like up on guard and it's like in a you know like in a bubble you know and 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 same with younger people like you know like i was getting back to like you know you know just children or you know it's just like like you're these like formative years or like this formative time is like you know it's kind of it's it's kind of like crippled you know like or like hamstrung you know where it's just like oh no you can't see your friends you can't, you know, can't go and do sports. You can't go and do this and that. And the other thing, like you just got to, you have to stay in this house or stay in this apartment or, you know, like it's, it's a trip. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, is there, have you found anything yet that's sort of giving you, uh, like any like respite, like, uh, or any peace, um, you know, like does, yeah. does, does playing do anything yet or are you are we still is it too soon for that kind of stuff yeah i mean you know like i've been um i've been playing uh it's been it's been nice to uh yeah it's been nice to to play i've been playing through all these uh <laughs> these irish reels um just a bunch of just you know and they're really fun to just kind of read through and then just kind of in you know uh play through these like beautiful reels and play them on the double bass, like read through them on treble clef and then, you know, work out the, you know, the, the register and where you're going to shift and do all that stuff. And that's, that's been fun practice stuff. And it's just been kind of nice and therapeutic and good for hands. And, and uh, yeah, like doing and and some some recording work and some writing stuff. You know, like there's there's been some little little things like, and uh, you know, I've had an opportunity to like look through for certain like creative ideas to like throw at a couple of producers and 
have gone through, you know, gone through the vaults of like, you know, lots of different ideas or songs begun, started eight bar loops that are cool, like whatever. And it's like, God, you know, here's, here's the time, you know, like to, (laughs) to, to do that stuff. And, and, uh, so, and, and I have reached out to some friends, you know, like, man, send me an idea, like send me something, you know, or vice versa, you know, like, so, so that's definitely happening. That's definitely going on. And that's musically, that's been, that's exciting, you know? And, you know, like I also, you know, like, you know, we spend so much time like trying to get, you know, uh, you know, like widen our circle and getting to work with, you know, getting to work with people that, you know, we've read about magazines or, or whatever it is, like, you know, just trying to like work with as many people as possible. But sure. I, I also think that like, you know, my, some of my greatest joy uh, musically in music making has been able to make music with my friends. And um, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about just like hitting up, as many of my friends as possible and, and just kind of creating some things, you know, with them, like old friends from, from New York or, uh, you know, people that I grew up with out in Denver and, you know, people, old friends out here. And so, you know, there's, there's definitely no shortage of inspiration, you know, and, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be fun to, to do that and to get to do that. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great, man. Yeah. Um, well, I usually wrap with this question, um, just cause it seems like we're, we're going to have some time on our hands, but, uh, any books, records or movies you'd recommend for people to check out since, since we seems like we'll have some time to do that. Yeah. Um, man, uh, I've been, I've read like right now I'm just finishing up um Joan Didion her book called uh Slouching Towards Bethlehem and okay. it's a, and it's a collection of uh it's a collection of pieces that that she that she wrote during the during the 60s it's like the early 60s through the through the end of the decade and um amazing voice you know just amazing like the the pieces there's some pieces in there that are incredible and that's been really fun to read and um um man film wise uh my dad's a big film buff and and before this all went down i stopped by his house and we we got to see this we watched this movie called mama roma by uh piero pasolini um it's like a He's like an Italian neorealist um, filmmaker, and uh, that's man, that's a great film. It was it was just intense. Um, so those those are my two my two votes right there. <laughs> right on. Yeah. What right about on. you? What's what what's the, what's the the latest off the tip tip of your tongue? Well, I just uh, started reading Dune like a week and a half ago, which I, I've never read that book before. But, um, and I feel kind of bad and ashamed because I'm a huge sci-fi fan. And for some reason, I was always intimidated by it um, right. until until now because, um, you know, it's like one of those, 
classic books. It's like um, a lot of world building, and there's it's got its own glossary in the back. So I mean, it's it's an undertaking, but it's a really great, really great book. Um, That's great. Um, as far as like stuff to watch, like I've been, you know, I just kind of been watching stuff that's on HBO. Like I watched the documentary thing about the McDonald's uh, monopoly scandal called McMillions. That was kind of interesting. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like turns out anyone who ever played that game never really had a shot, but. um, Oh, wow. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a really cool um, documentary. Uh, I love stuff like that. Like if it's something that's kind of interesting and, and, kind of exists on the fringes of pop culture i'll give it my attention um i mean i would say if if you haven't seen Watchmen on hbo that's an amazing show okay and and it's like really deep and and profound and um i think it helps to kind of know the source material but but you don't necessarily have to know all of it like it's it's really kind of an amazing thing that they did with that show because they they took really important parts of history that don't get talked about very much, um, wow. like Black Wall Street, and uh, they they just I don't know like it was just an amazing um, amazing like series and the music's amazing too. It's like Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Oh so yeah, they're good. Yeah. So it's, yeah, so it's kind of like every episode had like you know Nine Inch Nails music almost. <laughs> That's cool. Um, have you remember, seen this? Have you seen the show um, Killing Eve? No, not yet. It's uh, it's actually my mom was she was like you got to see the show, and I you know uh, I watched it. I have to say I watched both seasons in two days. So um, oh shit, how many yeah. episodes? Um, I think there's like, um, I think there's eight episodes per season. Um, oh, there's wow. two seasons. Um, and, uh, and then it turns out, yeah, like, um, my friend Kefis did, did the music, um, or the, in his project Unloved. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't realize that until I was kind of deep into it. I was like, oh my God, that's, that's Jade, his wife. And the music is so good. It's the music is great. And, and it's a fun it's just like kind of a fun escapist kind of a show about this, um, this woman who, um, is, I think her name, her name is Sandra. Oh, she was on like Grey's Anatomy or something like that. Oh, and right. She, yeah. Yeah. And she, and she plays a, she works for MI6 and she's, you know, she's profiling, like there's like this, there's this, there's this woman, there's another woman who's an assassin who's like out, you know, being this like kind of cold blooded assassin and they're kind of like, they're kind of like, you know, cat and mouse with each other. It's, it's real mindless stuff, but it's, it's fun to watch, you know, and the, and the music is great too. So, yeah, that's cool. There's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff I got to get caught up with. Like I heard outsider on HBO is really good. Um, yeah, there's like a whole whole bunch of stuff, but I'm trying to actually read read tactile books, you know? Like I'm I'm trying to like uh yeah, do that just as much because just because of the creative stuff, like I'm always in front of a screen at some point, you know? Yeah. Um cuz I've also been working on music stuff 
and uh you know that involves like some modicum of like technology if i'm not just playing bass um yeah yeah so i've been kind of digging like just i my my apartment's weird man it's like kind of like a duplex but um it's just me here and so i'll go downstairs and like i have a light that i like to sit under and read and it's kind of kind of like you know kind of a rejuvenating type of thing um that's that's awesome yeah man because you know i love i love social media and you know sometimes i like to ham it up and you know do my little shtick on there um but i I love your voice on social media it's great (laughs) it's not always serious man like i don't really hate imagine i hate the way it gets used in in, (laughs) you know what i mean like it's it's not really the worst song ever i mean you know but it's like and honestly man like is that the message is not a bad message at all i think it's more just it just seems like one of those things that like it's a go-to song and i don't know I, I guess hey, at, at the fundamental level, it could be a one size fits all thing, but it just seems like, man, you know, wouldn't it be cool if someone wrote something that kind of, you know, had that same thing now too? I don't know. I'm not criticizing John Lennon, nor am I like, you know, uh, insulting people's love of that song. It's more just like, there's got to be other songs that people grab when stuff is kind of messed up, you know? Um, that's weird that's the weird thing though it's like it's like that song and that generation is like that's kind of like the the mold of 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 what kind of captured the world you know like it's it's like we live i feel like we live in like the vacuum of of that time you know like we're like in the wake of the wake of the you know like you had the you know 60s 70s music kind of changed the world the 80s it was just like on top like that was that drove the culture and then it's like the 90s too and then it's like and then it just kind of evaporated and it's like so it's just like you know that generation of songwriters that the generation of songs it's like it just feels like music is is mattered for something differently since then you know like I mean, it matters a ton for us, and I think it matters a ton for a lot of people, but yeah. not the same way, you know. Like, like I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't hear about people talking about music in the same way that they would argue about, you know, the Stones versus the Beatles or like Van Halen pre, you know, or post Sammy <laughs> Hagar, you know. Like, I don't know. Like, it's, yeah. I don't know. It's it's weird. Yeah, I never actually understood the um, the Stones versus the Beatles argument. Like, I never, I never really understand. I never really understood what the what the stance was. Um, I kind of yeah. get, I kind of get the Van Halen thing, but I actually, I you know, I champion the Roth era. But I mean, yeah. Sammy Hagar is a tremendous singer and musician, so they definitely went different places with him and. You know that's that's pretty undeniable, but yeah, I never understood like what what were people why why did people who like the Stones why did it have to be like a Hatfield McCoy kind of deal <laughs> with those oh, right. bands? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess I don't know, but it, like it just 
maybe i mean maybe it's just because maybe it's because i'm old you know <laughs> like i don't yeah. know like you know like what like i'm i'm just not up on the debates maybe you know like i don't know what people are debating about now but it's like it just seems like yeah why not imagine you know like even yeah. though man that was so ham-handed like that 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 song was just so it was just so bad the way that they handled that you know but yeah i mean i think i don't believe they did it with any intent of it being scrutinized quite the way that it was (laughs) right (laughs) you know i don't think (laughs) it was (laughs) well-meaning yeah like i i definitely think there's a level of criticism where it turns into like well why are these why are these famous people talk about not having possessions and they live in mansions it's like i don't think that's what they were i don't think they're really trying to do that i think people just thought it was something nice to do and you know yeah yeah and they're trying to stand up you know like you know step up and and uh rally people you know around humanity you know and and i like it just (laughs) it just it came off so rough (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it, man. I, I was I was pretty salty about it. But then towards the end of the day, it's like, ah, eh, you know, man, it's I heard from someone from like the gen, a couple, you know, like from the generation that came from. And it was interesting to hear them talk about. It, but like, I don't know, man, sometimes like I, I don't I tend to not go in that place so much now because I think people are freaked out. Yeah, it's 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 bizarre, man. I mean, I it's it's just such a weird such a weird moment in time right now. But in any case, I really appreciate you talking to me, man. I hope it's of some use. Oh, I yeah, man. I really I appreciate I appreciate you uh, reaching out to me, and I appreciate you doing this whole thing. I can't wait to listen to it. Thanks, man. Hang in there, brother, and uh, stay right. in touch. Okay. All right. You take care. For more information about Kaveh, go to his website, www.kaverastagar.com. That's going to do it for this week's episode, folks. New episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Be well.